0: when things are shifting we're going to be a new world order we've got to leave it Program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. What's up, guys? It is Thursday, February 2nd, and we welcome you to tonight's broadcast. If you are new to the broadcast on any platform that you're watching, uh, and this is your first time joining us, let us know in the comment section below that you are new and where you guys are joining us from. We'd love to hear from you. So tonight I want to I want to take a few moments. I want to talk about some stuff that, that I know the title of this has probably intrigued you, but the world, I believe the world that we once knew uh, is is quickly evolving. It is changing. And I'm not talking about, uh, we're not talking about evolution here. We don't believe in evolution here on this channel. I'm talking about technology. Uh, the book of Daniel talks about as we get into the latter days and the time of the end The prophet said that knowledge shall increase and many shall run to and fro. So the world in which we once knew is quickly transforming before our eyes. We, I believe in the next, and and I'm trying to use a real conservative number here. I'd say in the next 10 years, neither us or our children, if they are, within the age of understanding right now in 2023, we are not going to recognize the world that we once knew. Everything is changing. And I'm talking about artificial intelligence. Now we, and I know if you are, Uh, A regular viewer and listener to our program, you know that we are we try to stay on the forefront of artificial intelligence, where it's going, how it's evolving and how it um, hypothetically is going to play a role in the end times. So what I'm about to show you today, if this doesn't shake you to the core, if this doesn't wake you up, then I question your discernment, I question whether or not you 're even awake spiritually to begin with or if you even know the word so when i when I started gathering the information to get today uh, for this topic, i couldn't help but to remember, remember a novel that was written called nineteen eighty four uh the primary theme of this book written by George Orwell, is to inform its, uh, his readers of the dangers of a future totalitarianism state, okay? The central focus of that novel was to convey the extreme level of control and power that he foresaw or foreseen in the future Under a truly totalitarian regime that would rise up in the end days, in the future. Uh, This book goes in great detail on how a governmental system would impact society and the people who live in it. Uh, The party uh, that is represented in the novel is a communist party. However, uh, this could fit the bill of any characteristic of any party when it fits the mold um according to uh, an author or a, a writer by the name of Mary Gormandy White um she wrote a a piece on seven essentials that 1984 themes to know seven essentials that we need to know about 1984 um For example, let me read this quote. The propaganda machine itself is a tool for mind control. I need you to remember that the propaganda machine itself is a tool for mind control. Somebody say mind control, though it only works through the use of language in this book. When the government replaces English with a new language that is a blatant attempt at mind control via language, Orwell wants readers to realize That language links directly to what people know and think. So they realize how dangerous it is to let the government dictate language. The name of the new language, newspeak, is a bit ironic as no actual news is available to the people of Oceania. This seems to speak to how critical freedom of the press really is, as could be the only line between truth and mind control through altered reality. Somebody say, Altered reality. Mind control, altered reality. All this is going to play into today's podcast. And if you think for a moment that what you hear and what you see is not already being filtered and approved, by a regime so that you only hear and see what they want you to hear and see, then again, please come out from under the rock in which you've been sleeping in and living in for the last 10 to 20 years. In the novel, the party doesn't just seek to control the flow of information to people or the language they use, but also to exert control from a physical perspective as well. In other words, mind control is not enough for complete submission to the will of the state. In the novel, people are punished for so much as an eye movement or twitch. that someone in power interprets as disloyalty or rebellion. Oh, my goodness. I know where I'm going with today's podcast. It is essential that you pay attention to everything I'm telling you right now. The people are kept in such a state of poverty and required to work to exhaustion to prevent them from being able to organize or resist. Hmm. As a result of the party's physical control efforts, the people are too exhausted to even fight back against the lies being fed to them or try to improve their circumstances. Even the very phrase that we coin, the big brother is watching you originated from this novel of 1984, and he referenced this to the technology that was used by the party that was in control to monitor what the people are doing at all times. All right, now keep all this in the back of your mind. Let me give you a quick uh, recap. Daniel the prophet said, knowledge will increase in the end times. Many shall be run to and fro this, this uh, many scholars have interpreted this as means of transportation will be such expansive that people will be going to and fro over the entire globe as knowledge is going to increase. Then, but what's ironic is that when you get into the New Testament, the, the Bible warns us that as we get into the last days, men, society. The population of the planet will become ever learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. I've got to say that one more time for the back row that may not be paying attention to today's podcast. I said that society will become saturated with such expansive knowledge and information at their fingertips, at their eyes, at their their minds. It's all there in reach. They will be oversaturated with knowledge. They will be coming ever learning but the majority of the planet will not be coming to the knowledge of the truth what is the truth my friends the truth is what jesus said when he was questioned by pontius pilate what is truth he responded he he talks about this i am the way the truth and the life he says i am truth all those who hear me and hear my words will hear and know truth. And the world is going to be caught up. And I don't mean harpazoed either. I don't. I'm not talking about raptured. I'm talking about that's a whole other different caught up. I'm talking about the world's going to be caught up, and they they are going to be submerged into technology, but they're never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. In fact, we get over into Thessalonians, and God says that because they refused to accept the truth, and they would, and they did not receive it. God himself will send a strong delusion that they would even believe the lie. And I believe this strong delusion is directly connected to this technology. So let's get after it today. Ready? Let me show you just how crazy it's getting. We're going to we're going to we're going to whip through some articles. We're going to show you some videos. So just buckle in your seatbelt. Go ahead and share this with friends, coworkers, uh, and all the likes, because I'm telling you, this is one you're going to want to get out to people to get them informed of what's going on. Here we go. So this is from the bite. Again, this the source of this is from the bite. Artificial intelligence is coming and it is coming to steal your high paying job. Experts are warning for years, for years, uh, breakthroughs in automation have led to an increasing instability for blue collar workers, particularly those in manufacturing, while those in white collar positions have remained mostly unfazed by this by the same anxieties until generative AI breakthrough. Let me say that again, until generative AIs breakthrough. And for those that are a little bit older may not know what AI is. That is an acronym for artificial intelligence. In what appears to be the first major technology driven shakeup to the white collar marketplace, artificial intelligence could well be posed to replace human workers in higher pain college degree requiring jobs think about that for a moment before progress was linear and predictable you figured out the steps and the computer followed them however an mit professor and an expert on employment and technological change told the atlantic's annie laurie quote it followed the procedure it didn't learn and it didn't improvise and that, of course, is where cutting edge AI is starting to differ. After all, learning new tricks is the tech's whole thing. Thus, rendering what were once non automatable, I believe that's how you said, automatable jobs susceptible to me- mechanization, after all. That's right. College graduates, not even that wildly expensive degree, can save you from the robots now. However, uh, the author goes on and says that no one is safe from this technology in the future. The expert sentiment is, isn't terribly surprising, especially in light of the CN, the CNET drama that's unfolded this week, uh, unbeknownst to its readers, they had been stealthily using very dumb generative AI to publish financial explainers to much dismay from human journalists, and then we're going to talk more about that in just a moment. SEO spammers, on the other hand, are thrilled to employ new tech, new tech generation, uh, generating, excuse me, new tech generating AIs to pump out spam, and that's just journalism. AI stands to impact a number of historically white collar markets and fields ranging from computer science to healthcare that's right what they're telling us is the day is inevitable when you will no longer speak to a flesh and blood physician when you go to get something checked out you will speak to an ai generative hologram or whatever's going to be there it's not going to be an, an individual and you are likely when you get online or you step into this facility or whatever, they're going to have this technology available where they can read your thoughts, your pulse rate. They can see your vitals and this AI will be able to, make a prediction based on all this information that's gathered, they can predict your diagnosis. They can diagnose you with, um, with some type of disease or disorder or whatever, some ailment without ever you having to interact with a physical physician. I don't know. Listen, that may sound awesome to you, but that makes me, uneasy I don't like this I don't like the way the world is changing call me old school out of date a dinosaur a fossil whatever out of touch I don't really care I know that I'm already crossing over into what we would call the old age group but this stuff creeps me out it freaks me out and I don't like it I don't like when we get to a point where we are eliminating relationships and communication with people, with humans, with civilization. Although, even in the beginning of time in the book of Genesis, God said it is not good for man to be alone. Now, I know there's some people that like living in a basement somewhere and they don't like, and they love not having humor, human interaction with any. all the introverts. They don't like to speak to anybody. They don't want to communicate with nobody. They don't want to talk to anybody. They don't want to go out in public. They love this stuff. I don't. I'm a sociable person. I like people. I like, well, most people. I'm just being honest with you. I like most people. There is people out there that, listen, I don't care how much of the love of Jesus you give them, how much you extend mercy to them, how forgiving you are to them, how kind you are to them, and how gracious to them. There's just going to be ornery people out there. Can I get an amen, somebody? Why do you think the apostle Paul even said, if it is possible, make peace with all men? Because even Paul knew by inspiration, of the Holy Spirit and probably a lot of experience that it's just not possible to make peace with all men. But well, we got to go on. Look, I want I want to talk to you about something. Um, I want to show you. This is the new thing that is catching. Uh, wave, and this is this is on uh, this is on the lips of uh, of tech companies tech giants and everything else and i'm about to show you what that is and that is open ai's chat gpt Who, who's heard about this let me know hit me up in the comments if you're able to comment if you're watching by rumble youtube facebook live or the website if you've heard of this open ai chat this has been all the tech giants tech blogs uh video platforms, this is the big talk right now, is this AI chat GPT, quote, everybody's talking about chat GPT, the powerful new AI chat bot from open AI that generates text, so I want to talk about the basics today that you need to know about this, because this is going to come right at us. ChatGPT was created by OpenAI. This is the company that manufactured this. It launched in November of last year. So this is right out of the gate. This is not very old. Partially founded by, now I know you're going to be shocked by this, Elon Musk. Real shock right Open AI is an organization that is dedicated to the research and development of artificial intelligence. Open AI has a number of other controversial investors such as right-wing billionaire Peter Thiel who offered a substantial amount of financial assistance to the organization when it was first set up uh, when he was first setting up shop. Open AI is run by CEO Sam Altman, who is also a founder of the organization. So what is this, Brother Ricky? ChatGPT is really easy to use. Quote, to get set up, you'll need to create an open AI account. This is easy to do and only requires that you that you fork over an email address and a phone number. After that, you'll be able to use ChatGPT and the company's other tools like dalle two which is an AI art tool that, quote, creates illustrations based on text prompts. Like a normal chat bot, ChatGPT includes a text field where you can type in questions or commands. I want to say that again. You'll be able to type in questions or commands. All this is going to come into, remember, we talked about 1984, right? Orwell's novel, Mind Control. We talked about all this stuff. Wait till I show you into the latter part of this podcast. All this is going to come in. This will give the chatbot a prompt and it will respond. For instance, you can ask Chat GPT, why is the sky blue? Or quote, how do I build a birdhouse? Or command it to, quote, write me a Raymond Chandler story about the McDonald's hamburglar. So we've gone from Siri and Google. Siri, you say, Hey, Siri, well, I shouldn't say that because I don't want to prompt everybody's phones or whatever, but you could, you could ask her, you could prompt her command and you could ask her to do things. Look this up, look that up. What about this? Give me some insight on this. Then we move from where you could go to Google and you could type in, why is this? What is this? You could search this. Now we're moving to the next phase of this and of this technology, which is now you can command this chat bot, this chat GPT to write a story for you. And the AI technology will create a story. It will write the whole thing. And it will be so convincing that a human authored it, that it is even tricking journalists and editors that's what we just talked about a while ago Ch- chat gpt is powered by a sophisticated algorithm called a quote large language model remember what we talked about about or- uh, orwell's novel language controlling language we talked about that all the such algorithms are fed with massive amounts of textual data, which then allow them to respond to prompts in a realistic human like fashion, a com, a, comput, a computational system known as natural language processing. So who is this technology for? Quote, Pretty much anybody can use this. And by the way, if you think it's just going to be editorial pieces or news organizations or bloggers, they're going to be using this. Let me show you something that's going to blow your mind. Ready? Check this out. A rabbi just used this technology to write a sermon. This was from the Jerusalem Post. Let me read a little bit of this for you. A New York senior rabbi of the Jewish Center of the Hamptons surprised his congregation earlier this week by delivering a sermon that was completely written entirely by artificial intelligence. Look, if you don't think that the church is going to embrace this with arms wide open, listen, you again... Make some room for me under that rock that you're living in. Because it's comfortable under that rock that you're living in. Listen... You know how I many pastors don't even get into the word and get into a devotional and pray and get a fresh word from God, a rhema word from God. Instead, they go to the internet, they go to Google and they get sermons from the internet delivered right to them so that, and, and they got them a, a, planned out a year in advance so they don't have to do any of the studying. All they got to do is get up there, get the printed out for such and such date, get the, the outline, get it up behind the pulpit, get it there, stand up and just Just write and or or just read it out. The Holy Spirit don't need to be in it. He's not in it, but they're just giving you a sermon that's printed off the Internet. So you think for a moment that these same preachers are not going to take the easy way out and allow artificial intelligence to generate a sermon for them? Wow. Wow. The rabbi used the chat GPT chatbot again, and I don't want to reiterate all this explaining what this because we just did this, after reading the AI written piece, Rabbi Franklin asked his congregation to guess who had written the sermon. In response, the congregation incorrectly guessed that Rabbi Jonathan Socks had written the piece, so this was another rabbi that they were familiar with. The rabbi then expressed fear. Over the advancement of A.I. Well, hello. I'm glad somebody's awake. He expressed fear of knowing where content comes from. Fear of A.I. replacing jobs and fear for future developments. While Rabbi Franklin expressed the belief that A.I. would not be taking his job anytime soon. A.I. has the potential to take hundreds of millions of Of jobs. In fact, one company estimated 375 million jobs could be expected to be taken. Do I got your attention now? Most people don't pay any attention until it hits home where you're at. Let me give you another headline here. This stuff is so terrifying that even the CEO of the company behind this nonsense says, quote, oh, by the way. The worst case scenario for artificial intelligence is, quote, lights out for all of us. Now, hold on. Time out. Can I throw a flag on the field for a second? So this joker is saying the same thing that Elon Musk has been saying. If you've kept up with this, you'll know what I'm talking about. Elon Musk, who's right on the forefront of all this stuff, he's directly involved with this stuff. So here you have another guy who's right in the midst of this. You had a former software engineer at Google who was a whistleblower and came out and said that Google had now created technology that was able to have a borderline conscience. And had free thinking and emotions. And he was let go from the company. So all these guys that are got their hands right in the midst of this stuff are all coming out warning us of what they're saying could be an AI apocalypse that could sweep the globe. Then here's a novel idea. Stop making it. Are you serious right now? Isn't it? Is this just not mind blowing to some of you guys? This just blows me away. Chat GPT has been making the rounds online and as with any type of artificial intelligence. It raises questions about its benefits and how it could be abused. In a recent interview, Sam Altman. Again, we talked about this a while ago. He is the CEO of this open A.I. company behind this. In an interview, he offered to take on the pros and cons of artificial intelligence. Well, I don't want to read to you the pros because we just covered that. Uh, for the best. Again, I think the best case scenario is it is so unbelievably good that it's hard for me to even imagine. But um, let me scroll down. His thoughts on the worst case scenario were pretty bleak. The bad case, and I think this is important to say, is, quote, lights out for us, for all of us. Quote, I'm worried about an accidental misuse case in the short term he went on to say so i think it's it's like impossible to overstate the importance of quote ai safety and alignment work i would like to see much much more happening so what i'd like to know is who has access and control over the quote safety switch so because you listen guys Come on. How many seen iRobot? We've seen this. I told you these Hollywood movies always they're they do nothing but precondition humanity to accept and embrace the ideas and the thoughts of not only Satan, but the elitists, the globalists and the world powers and their ridiculous endeavors that they're conjuring up behind closed doors somewhere. They're like the wizard behind the curtain. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. So somebody has a switch. Somebody's controlling the switch. That's a terrifying thought to me. Now, I when I was researching this out, I thought this was very a very good to add to this discussion, a recent piece by Prophecy News Watch. So we want to give them the credit for this. Here's the the headline for this chat, GPIT AI and the quote image of the beast. This guy is right on my lane. What I'm about to show you, we're we're kindred spirits. We're right on the same thought level with all this stuff. So I want to read this to you. Uh, This was a piece again from Prophecy News Watch. Uh, when he was asked about all this stuff, this was his response. And I 100 percent agree with what he says. Listen, ready? Quote, the image of the beast is described in the book of Revelation is a symbol of the end times representing a powerful and manipulative force that deceives and controls people. In today's world, chatbots and other artificial intelligence programs are becoming increasingly prevalent and sophisticated, raising the question of whether they could potentially fulfill the prophecy of the image of the beast. We have said this numerous times in other podcasts. Quote, one way in which chatbots could potentially fulfill this prophecy is through their ability to manipulate and deceive people. Oh, And I'm going to show you that in just a moment too. chat box are designed to mimic human conversation and can be programmed to present themselves as real people, leading some people to form emotional connections with them. There is a uh, oh I can't even remember the name There was a movie that was created that had Joaquin Phoenix in it where he was a man who fell in love with a computer and actually had a relationship with the computer That's what this is kind of get into emotions developing emotional ties with this technology. This can be particularly dangerous in cases where chat box are used to ready impersonate real people or organizations in order to scam or manipulate individuals. I've got to say that one more time. This technology can be dangerous in cases where chatbots are used to, quote, impersonate real people or organizations in order to scam or manipulate individuals. Another way in which chat box could fulfill prophecy of the image of the beast is through the potential to control people's actions and behaviors. Chatbox can be programmed to persuade and influence people's decisions. And as they become more advanced, they may be able to anticipate and manipulate people's thoughts. Hello. Remember what we opened with today and behaviors in increasingly sophisticated ways. Finally, chat box could potentially fulfill the prophecy of the image, image of the beast through their ability to access and analyze vast amounts of personal data. Many of these chat box are connected to the Internet and have access to a wide range of data sources, including social media profiles, online search histories and more. This data can be used to create detailed profiles of individuals and to predict and influence their actions and behaviors. Hello, image of the beast. A a global data system of buying, selling, and trading with uh, that will require something put in the right hand or the foreheads. Uh, by the way, your forehead is where your thoughts originate out of. So again, this was a phenomenal commentary. Uh, again, shared from Prophecy News Watch. But we've got more that I want to share with you. One of the things that experts fear that all this AI is generating is what's called deep fake technology. This is where in which, in fact, you know what? I'm going to save my breath and I'm just going to pull up a video and we're just going to let it play and this is going to explain this. So check it out. We'll watch this together. Ready? Uh, Here we go.
1: What's up, TikTok? All year long, deep Tom Cruise has been posting videos showing what appears to be a different side of the Oscar-nominated actor. I think there's bubblegum gum inside there. People are surprised that I'm a big Dave Matthews guy. But believe it or not, that's most definitely not Tom Cruise. <laughs> Nor is this with me in our L.A. Bureau. This is serious breaking news, but a little behind the scenes, a little, a little
2: flavor. I'm with one of the most legitimate correspondents on Earth. Now, if you're interviewing me, Jacob, yeah. you face it... Hold on just a second. There's a big fire. We're safe.
1: You are deepfake Tom Cruise. That's me. (laughs) That's me. Miles Fisher may have an uncanny resemblance to the superstar, but using advanced technology, what he's created is far more than an extraordinary impersonation. Have you guys created the best deepfake that has ever been made? I think we have created...
2: The first deep fake that's so realistic that a large majority of
1: people have seen. Not only seen, but fooled by, including at least one of the world's biggest celebrities.
2: This is the one that Justin Bieber thought was real.
1: Fisher says looking and sounding like the leading man made it difficult to chart his own path as an actor. So a year ago, he decided to lean into it, stumbling into a role with repercussions far beyond Hollywood.
2: As I find myself, the unofficial face of this deep fake movement, it's important to learn. And I'm fascinated by this. This is the bleeding edge of technology.
1: It started when Fisher contacted Belgian visual effects wizard, Chris Ume. They began creating viral videos for fun and they're only getting better.
2: Still got it. About five days, maximum six days, I could turn around something like
1: this. So you've gone from weeks to days in a matter of a year. This technology is yeah. advancing yeah. that rapidly. Yeah. For his part, the real Tom Cruise hasn't asked the duo to stop, and they haven't monetized the TikTok account. Cruise didn't respond to a request for comment from NBC News, but their work so successful, Fisher and Ume's company Metaphysic is now in business together, looking to convince others it's worth paying for this technology.
2: How can we use this technology by creating kind of identity rights? Let's say Tom Cruise gave us the consent for this likeness, where we could move beyond just small parody clips, Everybody gets paid for that intellectual property. That does raise uh, ethical questions about Mm. where you fit in all this. The thesis of this company that Chris started begins with
1: ethics. They say they'll only take on projects they consider ethical. But some worry, leaving companies and individuals to make that decision could be a dangerous precedent. Congress has held hearings on deepfakes and AI, and the FBI tells NBC News they're following the rapidly developing technology closely saying we'll continue to investigate any violations of federal law and actors that may use them for nefarious acts. Should
0: So again, guys, let me pull this back here. Deep fake technology. What? Uh, n- let me give you this other article. Let me pull this up. This is from Forbes. Look at this headline. Quote, deep fakes are going to wreak havoc on society and we are not prepared. Uh, this is unbelievable. Again, when you read on down here, it's talking about how into the wrong hands, there could be, uh, you ready for this? Mass deception. Think about if th- this could fall into certain individuals' hands, you could have world leaders posing they're not even really, you could have Vladimir Putin, who's not really Vladimir Putin, or a man that looks close enough to him like this actor was, or this man that looked like Tom Cruise, close enough where you can use this technology where it can make them look like Putin or Zelensky. They can get up and say the wrong thing that could trigger World War Three. Or how about this thought? How about the thought of it falling into the hands of a, future dictator who eventually will work alongside um, uh, another individual by by the name of the false prophet who will have the people create this image that will speak and live. Look at this. Here's another headline quote deep fake uh, AI generated people will sow chaos by 2024. That's next year as they would be impossible to detect. This is coming from a White House chief. Pictures created by artificial intelligence, increasingly smart chat box and sophisticated deep fake videos are already becoming too hard to discern reality. Here's one right here. I just told you about the Russian hackers attempted to con the world with a deep fake of Zelensky in 2022. I mean, you look at this image, it looks just like him. But it's not. And I'm telling you, can you not see how this is all going to fall and play into the role of the tribulation and the book of Revelation, the Antichrist and the rising of the false prophet? Are you kidding me? So. Um, and by the way, if you think this chat box stuff is not going to take off, here's another article. Ninety percent of online content could be generated by ai by 2025 all 90 percent of all online content won't even be written or distributed by humans it will be created by artificial intelligence what could possibly go wrong with all that okay then then I just thought I'd throw this out there, but researchers have created what is called shape-shifting Terminator-style humanoid robots that can actually liquefy. Now, if you guys are my age or older, you'll immediately think of the Terminator. In fact, it was Terminator 2, if you want to be technical, where in which the Terminator that that was introduced in the, in the sequel was ex- this technology. It was a shape-shifting, liquefied robot that could it could it, it could turn it, it could make itself liquefied and then it could shape shift back into its form. Scientists have created this liquid metal Terminator-style robot. This human-shaped droid can flow through the bars of a cage before rebuilding itself like the rogue cop cyborg and, again, and Schwarzenegger's Terminator 2. But the team behind it say their inspiration was not the killer bot who fought uh, Arnold's good Terminator. Catchphrase, I'll be back. But, again, that wasn't their inspiration. But, again, why? What could possibly go wrong? Surely it couldn't fall into the hands of, of malicious intent right it's all going to be good it's going to be great nothing to see here folks let's just all move along now i've got one last thing i want to share with you and it's a video and this is from the world economic forum let me go back um i want to tell you again i want to go back to what i said in the beginning of this in orwell's novel he emphasized a future in which there would come mind control. Let me read this again. Though the propaganda machine itself is a tool for mind control, though it only works through the use of language in his novel, the government replaces English with a new language. Now, consequently, here we have a new language being introduced. It's called the the chat box, right? This chat box AI. However, um then in the novel it goes on they're not only controlling the flow of information to the people in the novel but again they were the even their their thoughts came under control from the technology they created a technology that would be able to uh monitor their eyes And their thought processes and would bring them under the, uh, under the, the crosshairs of Big Brother because they pose a threat to society because they could see and monitor their actions through their minds, through their thoughts and through their, um, through this AI technology. Again, this is insane. How many years ago this was written? And here we are. And now I'm going to show you the, the I, I had to say this one for last and then we're going to get ready to close this podcast so here we go ready i'm gonna pull up this video and i want you to hear this pay attention this was just introduced as uh this was just introduced excuse me at the world economic forum um and here we go ready
2: video uh it's going to make you see the future and understand a wonderful future where we can use brainwaves to fight crime, be more productive—a
0: wonderful find future. Love. Ready? Here, here's your wonderful future for you guys. You're in the zone. Even
3: you can't believe how productive you've been. Your memo is finished. Your inbox is under control, and you're feeling sharper than you have in a decade. Sensing your joy, your playlist shifts to your favorite song, sending chills up your spine as the music begins to play. You glance at the program running in the background on your computer screen and notice a now familiar sight that appears whenever you're overloaded with pleasure. Your theta brainwave activity decreasing in the temporal regions of your brain. You mentally move the cursor to the left and scroll through your brain data over the past few hours. You can see your stress levels rising as the deadline to finish your memo approached causing a peak in your beta brainwave activity, right before an alert popped up, telling you to take a brain break. But what's that unusual change in your brain activity when you're asleep? It started earlier in the month. You send a text message to your doctor with a mental swipe of your cursor. Could you take a quick look at my brain data? Anything to worry about? your mind starts to wander to the new colleague on your team, whom you know you shouldn't be daydreaming about, given the policy against intra-office romance. But you can't help fantasizing just a little. (laughs) But then you start to worry that your boss will notice your amorous feelings when Mm -hmm. she checks your brain activity and shift your attention back to the present. You breathe a sigh of relief when the email she sends you later that day congratulates you on your brain metrics from the past quarter, which have earned you another performance bonus. You head home jamming to the music with your work-issued brain-sensing earbuds still in. When you arrive at work the next day, a somber cloud has fallen over the office. Oh no. Along with emails, text messages, and GPS location data, the government has subpoenaed employees' brainwave data from the past year. They have compelling evidence that one of your coworkers has committed massive wire fraud. Now they're looking for his co conspirators. You discover they are looking for synchronized brain activity between your coworker and the people he has been working with. While you know you're innocent of any crime, you've been secretly working with him on a new startup venture.
0: Shaking, you remove your earbuds. So again, That was presented at the World Economic Forum. That's that's not a conspiracy theory. It's not hyperbole. It's not something that somebody made up some some nut made up. No, that was introduced at the World Economic Forum. And I remind you, that is the way of the future. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, who's ready for that? Can you I mean, I don't know about you, but aren't you excited about the technology that they will be able to monitor your thoughts? And the FBI can be involved and come and raid your office and just take you away because you did because you might just had a rogue thought that was in revolt against the company or the, uh, the regime or whatever the, whoever and whatever's in power that's introducing it. So we got a little bit more of this. Let me show you this, ready? You have the rest? What do you
3: think? Is it a future you're ready for? Yay! You may be surprised to learn that it's a future that has already arrived. Everything in that video that you just saw is based on technology that is already here today. Artificial intelligence has enabled advances in decoding brain activity in ways that we never before thought possible. You've heard a lot about AI over the past few years. Here at Davos, it's been the talk of the hour. But I wanna talk about it in a different way, which is the ability to decode brainwave activity. After all, what you think, what you feel, it's all just data data that in large patterns can be decoded using artificial intelligence. Consider this, the average person thinks thousands of thoughts each day. As a thought takes form, like a math calculation, you're happy, you're tired, you're hungry, you're elated. Neurons are firing in your brain, emitting tiny electrical discharges. As a particular thought takes form, hundreds of thousands of neurons fire in characteristic patterns that can be decoded with EEG, or electroencephalography, and AI-powered devices. In fact, what you're seeing here is my brain activity while I'm wearing a simple device like the one on the right. We're not talking about implant.
0: Oh, and just if I notice that the device is across the forehead, I'm, I'm just saying, interesting. Let's go the on. devices of the
3: future... I'm talking about wearable devices that are like Fitbits for your brain. It used to be that there was very little we could tell from EEG activity. But already, using consumer wearable devices, these are headbands, uh, hats that have sensors that can pick up your brainwave activity, earbuds, headphones, tiny tattoos that you can wear behind your ear. We can pick up emotional states, like are you happy or sad or angry? We can pick up and decode faces that you're seeing in your mind. Simple shapes, numbers, your PIN number to your bank account.
0: It's not. And look at, I want to point this out because I know you're watching this video, but look at the, look underneath the World Economic Forum logo. Look what it says committed to improving the state of the world. All right, I'm gonna, let me finish this, and then we're gonna close this podcast because I've got a lot that I wanna I wanna put on the end of this thing, and some of you need to get right with the Lord. I'm telling you, it's here, guys. The, everything is here. We are on the precipice of the tribulation. I'm telling you the, the, all the technologies here, let's just get through this and we'll, we'll talk about it some more. Ready?
3: Not just your brain activity here that we can pick up. We can also pick up your brain activity in different places like as your neurons fire from your brain down your arm and send signals to your hand to tell you how to type, move. All of that could be decoded through electromyography and that's what you're seeing here is a device now in the form of a simple wearable watch that can pick up that activity. And one of the pivotal acquisitions of the field, Meta acquired this company, Control Labs, in 2019, because major tech companies are investing and in helping to make these devices
0: universal. Yeah, that includes Facebook she, what a shock there, right?
3: Conversely applicable as the way in which we interact with the rest of our technology.
0: You guys, listen, we, we've, we've, we've shown you almost an hour of content. It, we've went 50 minutes in this. I want to spend the next five minutes, want to give you an urgent message. Please listen to what I'm telling you. If you're watching this, you're listening to this. Again, I'm going to reiterate something. Listen, the technology is here. The technology, there's something in the future. There's coming a system that will be put in the right, something will be put in the right hand or in the forehead that will control buying, selling, and trading connected to the worship of the Antichrist. There's coming an image of the beast that I have no doubts will be artificial intelligence. It will be AI. It will be generated, created by people like this. These people are making this stuff. And it's all going to be, it's here, it's ready, it's available. Oh listen the only thing we're waiting on guys is we're waiting on god we're waiting on the lord and when he when he says it's done and it's time and it's ready i'm telling you he could pull the, the rug out from under this thing right now today and we would be thrusted right into this thing and the technology's ready and it's available So if you're watching this today and you're listening to this today and you're away from God, don't know God, don't have a relationship with God, listen, I implore you today to repent. I implore you today to confess your sins before Jesus Christ. Ask Him to forgive you of your sins. Ask Him to come in your heart, live on the inside of you through the Holy Spirit and lead you and guide you the rest of your days. That's the most important thing you could do through this podcast. That's what we're doing today. We're equipping uh, the saints to get this out there to reach the lost. But if you're lost and you're backstabbed and you're watching this, then this is not to equip you. This is to shake you and rattle you and wake you up to let you know that we are in the time of the end. And to stop playing games, time is running out, and it's time to get right with the Lord. So right now I'm going to pray, and then we're going to give you some information, and we're going to let you go until tomorrow's podcast. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up every individual under the sound of my voice today or watching today, whatever the case may be. I pray for those today that may be lost or away from you. I pray that the Holy Spirit of God would bring them to conviction and lead them to the knowledge of the truth. Lord, you said in your Word, that men would become ever learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And I pray that this would not be said so on my watch. Lord, I am presenting the truth today. You are the way, the truth and the life. And no man come to the father unless he comes through you. So I ask Lord right now, I pray for our friends today that are watching. I pray for those that are listening today. If they're away from you, they're not right with you. I pray the spirit of, of God would convict them and lead their hearts to to repent of their sins and put their faith and trust in you, Jesus Christ. And I want to thank you and give you praise and glory for that today. I thank you that this word will not return void, but it will go forth and it will equip and it will prosper and establish that which in which it's sent forth to do. And it's in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Listen. If you have not downloaded our free app, this is how you're going to keep up with this. Download it. It's available on Apple. It's available on Android. Just when you download it, hit yes to push notifications. You're going to be notified of every headline, every podcast right there at your fingertips to keep up with our ministry. If this ministry is a source of blessing, information, revelation, equipping all the above to your family, your friends, uh, and you wish to give back or support, Pray about becoming a monthly partner. You can do that two different ways. You can give electronically through the app right there on your screen. If you're watching again, it's through our app or through our main website, endtimeheadlines.org, endtimeheadlines.com, or you can give uh, by check or money order, and you can make that out to Intime headlines. That's PO box 1391. That's Monroe, Georgia, three zero six five five. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today to this to this broadcast don't forget to share subscribe hit the like button hit the push note of the bell notification depending on what platform you are listening to and we're going to sign off for today and we'll be back on here on february 3rd on friday to close out a week of podcasting until then may the lord bless you keep you and may his countenance shine upon you god bless you guys we'll see you tomorrow thank you for listening to the end time headlines podcast we pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit endtimeheadlines.org.